Welcome to the Perfecting Your Practice podcast, where we will talk about finance for the healthcare professional and medical practice owner. This series is brought to you by Bankers Healthcare Group, the leader in financing solutions for healthcare professionals. Since 2001, BHG has worked with more than 100,000 licensed practitioners to help them reach their financial goals. Perfecting Your Practice is designed to talk about ways you can invest in your career and practice in order to set yourself up for success. Now here's your host, Chris Panabianco, Chief Marketing Officer at BHG. Hey everyone and welcome back. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying our series and as always we're glad you tuned in. Uh, Today we're having a return visitor, uh, Mr. Roger Wolner. He's been on a couple podcasts with us talking about your business uh, and talking about some pitfalls and areas of concern, planning. Uh, We're excited to have you back, Roger. How's everything in Chicago? Everything's great. It's, uh, you know, the weekend's almost here. The sun's out. Uh, There's no better be place better. than to be on that coast, right? Excellent. Exactly. Well, today, folks, we're talking about something very, very important. It doesn't matter if you own a practice or you're just uh, a solo practitioner uh, or if you work for a hospital or a doctor. Today, we're talking retirement. Roger, in your opinion, do people save enough? Are they ready for retirement? You know, there's all sorts of studies out there, and a lot of them, a lot of people, unfortunately, are not. And it's it, it can be tough to save for retirement. There's any number of reasons. You know, you have kids. You know, there's always uh, the father of three. I can tell you, there, there's always something that that would come up uh, when they were growing up. You know, you you, you own a business, and you, you try to put all the money into the business. So I, I'd say a lot of people don't save enough. But the flip side of it is, I can't think of a more important use for your money than so you mean outside of having children there's something better to use your money on (laughs) exactly um as hard as that might be to believe especially for your children that's uh, funny i like you i have three children mine are all under three so diapers and formula and food are about our biggest achilles heel well i i love my, my youngest is 25 and um uh, I love my children, but uh, I often refer to them. Uh, yeah, they the they are my four hundred one k. Father in yeah. the red their face. <laughs> what are some of the common pitfalls people are making when it comes to retirement, either as a business owner or an employee of a business? Well, I, I think you know, in in a lot of cases, people you know, as as employees, they don't often aren't often aware of what their, for lack of a for what their employer um, offers, you know, whether it's a 401k plan, a 403b plan, and, and, you know, people often forget about, you know, the plain old uh, boring IRA Can you explain a little bit of the difference in each? Well, for, you know, 401k plan, which is is very common and well-known, a 403b plan, and a 457 plan are all different versions of what's called the defined contribution plan. You contribute money, you invest it based on you know how you want to invest it and what's offered in the plan. And when you reach retirement, your the amount you have is a function of how much you've put away, any matches by the employer, and how your investments have done. So, um, and then an IRA that's open to anybody, and that can either you know money can either go in pre-tax or a Roth account or even after tax. Um, and that's something you would open at a bank or a you know brokerage firm, invest in mutual funds or stocks or whatever you want, and you can put a 5,500 away there and 6,500 if you're 50 or over. The limits for 401k plans and the, the first ones I mentioned 
are 18500 for those 50 and under and 245 for those 50 or over at any point during the year. So, you know, you can contribute a fair amount uh, off the bat uh, for your retirement. If I'm listening able. and I'm hearing you talk about all these, what, what, how do I know what's best for me? Um, well, certainly a part of it is, you know, what's available to you. And I, I think everybody, you know, if you're an employee, you should be taking advantage of your workplace uh, retirement plan. And, you know, not every, not every 401k or 403b is, is great, but at, at the very least, if the plan offers a match, you know, where the employer matches a certain amount of the money you put in, everybody should at the very least put enough in to get the maximum match. So, you know, a common match might be an employer matching 50% of the first 6% of your salary you put away. That's, you know, that 3% represents, you know, free money in, in an instant 50% return on, on your investment. That's, that's pretty hard to make uh, out there in the world. So, you know, people should be taking If I'm a practice owner, is there an advantage to offering one or the other or, or a certain type? What would you say to our practice owners? Well, you know, I, I think there's uh, practice owners, I, I think, have, have a lot of issues here because not, you know, a retirement plan offers several advantages. Certainly, you know, if you offer a 401k or there you know, a, a simple plan, which is a scaled back type of retirement plan, you know, you can put away money for your own retirement and you also get a tax break. You get a tax break and, you know, they're a, a part of these plans with a 401k, for example, you can add a, what's called a profit sharing component. In other words, you can contribute a certain amount of money to yourself, and but you have to do it for every employee of the of the business, a certain percentage of their salary over and above what they put in the 401k plan. And that's all a tax deduction uh, for, for the business. So there definitely are some, some good uh, tax angles here. Um, I think another piece of offering a retirement plan besides saving for retirement is you know, if you're in an area where you're, you know, there's a scarcity of, of nurses or other physicians, um, and this is the same not only with um, with a medical practice, but with any sort of business, a good retirement plan can be a way to attract and retain, you know, top-notch employees. So that's kind of that's a side great, benefit. and that's something you don't really see uh, a lot in the marketplace. You hear about benefits, you hear about pay and hours and freedom to do this or that but the 401k is not something that employers are really pushing out there uh in their in their advertising for for open positions yeah and you know again i, I it obviously depends on if they need to and what the what the situation is in their market or their type of practice but um it's definitely a benefit that, that people uh, if people i'm a listener at. you're hearing us talk about 401ks about retirement planning it's easy to educate everyone on what there is and how much you can put in. But how should I look at if I'm headed in the right direction or not towards retirement? What, what's some what's some advice you have there? Well, you know, I, I certainly, you know, as someone who, who is a financial advisor but who also writes about it, I don't want to sound self-serving, but it may make sense, and especially for practice owners, um, sit down with a financial advisor. And, and today... There are so many types of advisors out there. I mean, they're not just for the wealthy. Um, there's a lot of advisors that work on an hourly basis or, you know, on, on small retainer basises. And maybe even if it's one time, sit down with a financial advisor and you know, you know, have them have them do a financial plan for you. You know, your your 
30 years old, you're 50 years old, whatever you are, and and have them do kind of a, an overall look at your financial situation with an eye towards retirement. And, you know, they can uh, certainly a, a qualified advisor can help you determine, you know, how much you should be saving every year, give you an idea of what that might grow to, making some assumptions. So, and, and if you if you choose to do it yourself, there's there's any number of calculators and websites where you can kind of go and do some projections. But I think, you know, with any sort of planning, you have to sit down and say, hey, I'm here, I'm this age, I'm here, here's what I have saved. And, you know, if I want to retire in 15 or 30 years or whatever, you know, this is the kind of money I have to be putting away. It doesn't just What's happen. one common misconception that you see uh, that people have about retirement? Well, I, I think the, the common myth, there's a couple, there's a lot of common misconceptions. I think I'll go through a couple of them. One of them is that Social Security won't be there. And I think if you're 50 or older, that's a misconception. I think if you're... 30 that might that might be more what accurate if you're 40? but <laughs> <laughs> flip a coin that's comforting <laughs> but you know i i think the you know again we we also recently heard about the trust fund you know being in some sort of jeopardy but you know i again i'm not a betting person but i i think that's out there but you know i, I think people get hung up on on you know how they're investing which which is a good thing i mean you should be conscious of how you're investing but every study I've ever seen, the biggest single determinant of how much you're going to have at retirement is how much you save. And, you know, it, it, the more you, you save and the longer you have for it to compound, you know, the amount of saving and the and in a longer period of time, those are your best friends for retirement. But that said, even if you're getting a late start and you're in your 50s or even, even 60, and especially if you're a practice owner, there's a lot of things you can do. There, you know, you, there are certain pension plans you can start. Um, there are certain ways you can skew your 401k and profit sharing so you can contribute more to yourself based on your age and income. Especially if you have, you know, many employees that are a lot younger than you. So there are always steps that you can take. So uh, you know, another misconception that might be it's too late for me to start. It's never too. That's late great to advice. Start. And one question I have. You know, there's a common, I, I think, misconception or misunderstanding of the type of investments you should make into your 401k. You know, if you're if you're younger, oh, you know, you have time. If you're older, you better start putting more and more. Can you kind of talk to that uh, when it comes to what percentage of your income, uh, you know, does it matter about your age? What, what are some thoughts there? Well, I, I think, you know, certainly people should invest as much as, as they can. And, you know, there aren't, there there are some, but not that many 30 or 35 year olds that could put in the, the maximum, but, you know, they, they should, you know, it, it, the best thing is to start somewhere, especially for those that are younger. And, and even if you start with say five or 6% of your income every year, hopefully you get some sort of raise, you know, up it by 1% and, you know, in a few years you'll be, you know, you'll be at 10, 15, 20% of your income and or you'll be maxing it out. So, you know, you don't have to get it. For those that are younger, it's, it's more of a marathon than a sprint. You know, as far as those who are older and maybe haven't gotten that great of a start, you know, you put your kids through school and this, that, and the other thing. Um, a lot of times, and especially those who, who, who you know, are self-employed or are practice owners or whatever the case may be, you know, these are peaky earning years. So you should, you should try and take as big a chunk as you can of your income 
and, you know, put it in a 401k plan. You know, if you have profiteering opportunities, maximize those. You know, perhaps talk to a financial advisor, accountant, and determine if there are some other plans you can do, you know, some sort of pension plan. But, you know, especially if you're in your peak earning years, you know, it's not too late to, you know, you don't have the, the time for compounding that a younger person has, but certainly, you know, you have the money and the more you put away, um, the better off you're going to be. And I think, you know, that goes hand in hand with another misconception that people think they're saving for a retirement date. Well, to a point you are, but really your retirement strategy in terms of saving and investing should be geared towards your life expectancy, not, you know, you don't fall (laughs) off a cliff at age 65 or age 67. Life expectancy and then the way you want to live your life and the way you want to live your life. Exactly. Excellent. Well, I think these have been some really good uh, thoughts here. You know, we've talked about what is retirement planning, the types of plans there are out there. If you're a practice owner, things you can do for your employees. Uh, and then some missteps to watch out for, misconceptions. Roger, we like to end our shows with the one big thing you can take away uh, from our guest. What do you think? Today is the best day to start saving for retirement, and tomorrow is the second best day. (laughs) That's awesome. Roger, I can't thank you enough. It's really been fun talking with you. You bring so much to our guests. Uh, Roger has been a guest on our podcast, so you can download our past podcasts. He's also on the BHG blog that you can find at bankershealthcaregroup.com. Roger, how else can our listeners get a hold of you? If anybody has questions, I'd love to try and help. Um, you can get me at e- by email at rwalner, R-W-O-H-L-N-E-R, at comcast.net. You can find me on LinkedIn, Roger Walner. Also, I uh, I run a personal finance blog, the Chicago Financial Excellent. It's a great blog. I suggest everyone check it out. Uh, that's it for today. Thanking our guest, Roger Walner. Roger, uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. All righty, Thanks, folks, Brett. we made it again. Uh, That's it for today. I'd like to continue the conversation. Please reach out to our guest, Roger Walner, or you can contact me at chrisp at bhg-inc.com. You can also reach me on LinkedIn, Chris Panabianco. Uh, That's it for today. Have a great day, folks. Thanks for listening. For episode notes and worksheets, please visit perfectingyourpracticetoday.com. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with your peers. Thanks for listening to the Perfecting Your Practice podcast, presented by Bankers Healthcare Group, the leading provider of financial solutions for healthcare professionals. To learn more about BHG's working capital loans, business startup loans, credit cards, and patient financing, visit bankershealthcaregroup.com.